What's poppin', ladies and gentlemen? I'm back in black on a sack with a Mac. I'm here with the one and only Domin Hayward. Monday, not two. How you doing this morning, sir? This afternoon, evening. God damn it, I don't even know what time it is. How you doing, bro? Good, bro. Good, good. All right. So, you were talking earlier before, you know, post production about this little subject. So, let's start from the beginning. Shoot me in the esophagus. Go ahead. Okay. Don't shoot me in the esophagus. Don't touch that, but just go. Shoot. like boys yes that is a big benefactor and I thought I was just tripping too but I did a little research and I talked to a lot of people and I also seen a lot of stuff too so most people who are happy they are almost not the same as far as physicality goes maybe they might say handshake you know stuff like that we're not even getting into the details but everybody wants something different but you know what we do? We always chase what is like us, and that's so easy to do. But how many people do you know challenge themselves to go out of their comfort zone to get to know something different? I think that is what a real relationship is, is when you go outside of yourself and you get to learn someone else. It's easy to do with you. Is that a relationship? Or is that you just being comfortable with yourself and dealing with yourself? Some people like that. But Statistics show that's really low. Most people get irritated with themselves and want to get away. What if your partner let that get away? When you're alone and you feel like you're going crazy or you feel like you're by yourself or no one understands you. What if your partner or that person understood you because they were just a little bit different? Give you something to learn. I feel like in a relationship, you guys need to grow. You can't grow if you guys are the same. I mean, uh, let me take that back. You can grow, but how much can you grow when you guys are both learning simultaneously and then still trying to maintain that love? No one wants to do that. And you wonder why so many people have problems. I mean, there, there's a lot more reasons why people have problems, but who really wants to get in and learn something different? It's still love them despite the fact they're different. I'm not talking about like, you know, someone taking advantage of them, you know, like just taking money from them, like doing things that aren't bad, like, you know, hitting on them. Okay, those are things that is not cool. Those aren't things to get used to. That's that's not that's not what I'm saying at all. What I am saying is that people should get more comfortable with being uncomfortable. 
finesse this kind of relationships. Work environment, if you're in school, whatever you do with your sports, anything like that. If you get comfortable, you're really going to grow. If people did that more in their relationships, yeah, you're going to have troubles, but you're going to grow as long as it's healthy and you're nurturing each other's differences. Because you're going to become different too, and you're going to advance. That's what you're supposed to do for you, help you advance. If you're not advancing and you have a partner, either A, y'all need something to work on, or two, you guys are just stagnant. And then it goes back to what I was talking about earlier. It brings a whole nother ballgame when two people are different. Let's just, for example, one person is really introverted, okay? Super introverted. Like all the way in the like talking to people. You know, they are straight honest when they do talk to people. Their communication skills aren't that great. But they have good valid points because they're just straight shooters. They're not going to try and sugarcoat it. And then you have the other person, very outgoing. Everyone knows who they are. Everyone knows being around them. Free spirited. They might be a little spacey, you know. But each of them is lacking one little thing. Imagine if those two came together. That person who's antisocial, hanging around that social butterfly is eventually going to start flying. That person who's always flying around might chill down a little bit. They might sit down and analyze everything, you know, try to understand what's going on. Analyze everybody around them instead of, like, trying to just get involved in everything. Let's take a step back. Let's be a little antisocial. Imagine those two are going to be completely different people if they stay around each other. That's what I think about relationships, but for my nails, oh yeah, she gives it up to me, no, not that, but that's not love, that, those are benefits, I'm talking about love, yeah, that little thing everyone thinks they're too good for. So you think there's multiple factors when it comes to being in a relationship with an individual, how those two came to meet what they saw in each other, what separated that person from the others that could have been that significant other, those different varieties of, I want to say, different aspects, those different aspects come into conclusion when finding a boyfriend or girlfriend. This guy who's like a rapper, he needs to go for like a death metal punk rocker. Like, I'm not saying, you know, you gotta go so different, but like, I think that it's healthy in a relationship if people have a little bit of difference. You know, I'm not talking about, like I said, so you don't, you don't want them to, you don't want them to agree on every single thing. Yes. So if the boy likes, if it's a guy and a guy, say one of the guys likes pizza, the other guy likes. I don't know ice cream and you'd rather both of them have different choices of what they want to eat rather than just saying oh because you want pizza we'll get pizza because you want ice cream we'll get ice cream yes and no
also agree with you saying yes because it does need to be a little bit different. And you can't always just bend over, you know. Like, that's when people start losing who they were. That's going back to what I said earlier. It's okay to be a little bit similar, but being different is fine. It's just not too different because sometimes you gotta butt heads too much, and sometimes that don't work. So I, I would say maybe like a good like solid fifty fifty. I think if you guys have a, a good base, maybe at least a few things in common, like maybe same genre movies, or you guys handle traumatic experiences the same, or you guys both grew up in big families. And, you know, at least like pick three things, you know, that are very important to you that they can either understand and respect, or you guys just both have that strong ground together for those qualities. So, you'd rather have, if I understand what you're saying correctly, you'd rather have two people that are going to be in a relationship with each other have different viewpoints to make it interesting or just different viewpoints in general. you okay so what's your viewpoint on coping coping mentally coping physically if you're in a situation and 
you know, you get upset with somebody and you observe how they deal with things and you notice that either they have a liquor problem or a mental problem or an emotional problem and instead of dealing with that, they use a substance or substances or a physical thing in order to cope with what's going on. Do you feel like that's a good thing to do when it comes to coping? Do you feel like it's a bad thing to do? Do you think that there's other ways to go about handling situations when you are upset? What's your viewpoint on coping? Yes, you can ask some popcorn. <laughs> yeah, that's that blasto butter. Start depending on it, and 
controllers, that's that's a rough thing. And then some people put their internal process on the chain, and then they go right back to how they were. And then it gets worse because they remember that they had that goal to be better and they didn't do it. So guess what? They're gonna drink a lot more now because they just let themselves down again. Not only with that situation, but with the goal they built in the So liquor with moderation. Very moderation. I think a lot of people shouldn't drink. If they have serious problems with life, they should find someone to talk to, even if they don't even speak, they should just listen to someone. What if they feel like nobody's gonna listen to them? See that's that's the hard part because at the end of the day, it, it sounds really messed up. Nobody cares. Nobody cares about what you're going through. Nobody cares that you don't want to do anything for yourself. And if someone does want to help you, and then you mess up or you don't stay consistent, they don't care anymore. So, like, that just shows you it's about you. So if you really want the help, you're going to have to and that's that is the thing to do if you can push yourself to give up one thing no matter what it is drinking going out if you just commit to just one thing for one year you're not going to be the same person it's going to take more than a year but if you can just put one year giving up one thing you know was stopping you from achieving whatever goal you had you will change and you're not going to go back if nothing gets worse than the bottom, and when you have a problem or an addiction and you conquer it, nothing's gonna stop you in the real world. You're gonna make more money, you're gonna be able to talk to people, you're gonna be confident, and you're not gonna give up because you have achieved a goal that was hindering you from achieving other goals. And since you stopped that thing from stopping you, you're not gonna let that stop you. It, it, that's, that's the thing, it's like it gets you. Same. 
actually want that friend down that's just sitting there? Or are you going to do something about it and make them happy? And make yourself happy at the same time? They believe in you. So, if you had to if you had to are you able to be that voice for those that have coping methods and that become toxic to themselves? Do you feel like it's easier for you to say that because you've had people that you've seen go through those situations and you got perspectives? Like, do you feel like people can use that against like, oh yeah, it's easier for you to say that because you have somebody to look towards for a way out? Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, there's, there's always controversy. Like, there's always, it's always something. It's always something. You have the people.
to you people are going to love you that's the concept but what is going to be stopping is you you just keep going in a straight line keep shooting people are going to like you they like you they like you you can't stop nothing you can do you might say something or you're wrong oh man I'm not going to drink anymore to your best friend who you still fuck with with all the time so you might like all the time I can cuss you good well, bitch. <laughs> 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 you hang out with this friend, you guys are always drinking together, and then you decide to chill out. Who's in the room? The person getting offended because a friend doesn't want to drink and wants to better themselves? Or the friend who's trying to change and make the other friend feel insecure because they're trying to change? Who's the bad guy? You know, that's, that's up for debate. You see, like, Someone can take that apart and be like, well, it's, it's the friend that's insecure. Which one is more insecure? You know, it, it can go on all day. But what really matters is that friend is trying to change. And the other friend's mad because they will be mad. And guess what? If they block them or they want to hang out with them or whatever, they're going to see that friend again. And if that friend stuck to their goal, that person's here for A, congratulate them, and be like, how the hell? I do what you just did, they're gonna be mad and they just lost a friend that could have changed their life forever. Well, I mean, like, yeah, it was cool, but what if they still, what if nothing that you're trying works? They keep doing the same thing and they can't see small progress. They're more of the, I want you to help me, but I don't want to ask for it. I want you to put yourself out there and help me, but I can't accept small progress. I can't accept baby steps. I need to have an overnight. I'm an accidentally out here. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. There's what I used to be. But is this what I 
if someone spoke out. You know, and sometimes that does happen. If you are making progress, but you make little bit of mistakes, trust me, there's going to be someone who's going to come and going to say something. Now it's up to you to put your feelings hurt and to grow from those feelings that just got hurt. Because it's constructive criticism. There's a I got you, I got you. Um, when you have friends, how do you attract them? Are you introvert? Are you extrovert? Are you able to get out of your comfort zone and make friends easily? Or does it take somebody or something to persuade you to talk to somebody new. I 
I'm gonna get into like super deep conversation. I might like you know dance a little bit, talk to some people, maybe dance with somebody. But you know, if we're just sitting at a house and I just see somebody just looking like they're having a rough day, I might go talk to them because I used to be that kid. So it just depends on what's going on. I feel it. I feel it. How do you uh? How do you pick which movies you watch when you go to, when you go to theaters? Well, does it depend on the actor? Does it depend on the director? Does it depend on? Definitely the actor and director. I don't care who produced. I'm sorry. I know a lot of people care who the producers. I do sometimes if it's like a big actor or a huge producer doing some brought up or something. But honestly, man, I'm only 25. There's a lot of producers out here. I'm looking for directors and actors. If I see a face I know, I'm gonna watch it automatically. Even if people say it might not be bad, for me it's about the actor, and I feel like that's what Hollywood does. Like the first movie is about like the actors, the key actors in the movie, and the director who's directing it. So I just go for those two really. Like I like action movies, and mostly action and drama. So if there's a drama movie, I'm probably gonna watch it anyway. If it's action, I'm probably gonna see it just to see if the movie is better than the trailer. Let's be honest, this trailer is trash. <laughs> do you feel like the trailers? Uh, do you feel like the trailers to movies give them justice? to just knowing that okay this happened but I don't know what the ending is so many movies like of recently have been just giving away the climax like that is the peak of the movie why are you giving it away it's supposed to be a surprise you know what I'm saying like we're supposed to work to get to that like you know it's okay to like get a little cookies but I feel they give so much the movie away to try to sell it when the movie should sell itself everyone wants to get their seats full on the first day like what happened to the loyalty of the fans if the first day is good right if the movies are real hit and they didn't give too much of the trailer people are going to talk about it and day two is gonna be packed everyone wants that day one sell so yes trailers are definitely not how they used to be i feel like it's more of a marketer than even like just giving a little bit of the story showed it all to you <laughs> just to get you in the seat to watch what you miss like no it's also the opposite show some things that throw people off like whoa i want to watch this movie what is going on here so when i showed you the trailer for once upon a time in hollywood and then you saw the movie do you feel like the trailer did the movie justice oh so that one's a little different that one that is that one's actually pretty good that was pretty good honestly that was a pretty good trailer Honestly, most of these trailers these days are trash. That was a good trailer. I definitely think because Brad Pitt was involved, and he's one of those actors who gets heavily involved in his films. And you know, Leonardo DiCaprio, and there's so many other great actors in there. So, Albertino. Yeah, so th- that trailer was expected to be 
good. And the movie, yeah, the trailer definitely did justice. Definitely. Do you feel like there's some trailers or movies that don't? Like, they could have added a little more into it, or they could have, or there's some trailers that take too much out of the movie, and then when you watch it, you like already know what's gonna happen. Are there any movies that you've seen like that, or that you've been told about like that? Yes. One of them is gonna be, can't get mad, I love him. I love Will Smith. But the people who did this trailer, they did him dirty. For? For Gemini. Now, I'm not saying the movie's not gonna be good. I'm not saying it's Will Smith. The movie is gonna be phenomenal. All right. But like I was saying earlier, I feel they gave just a little too much of the story. You remember watching the Honey Legend trailer? Wow. Wow. Uh, I gotta think back to that one. That's a hard one. You barely know each other, huh? You know why? Because they barely gave you the story. No one even knew what Iron Legend was about until they watched it. Keep that same energy, is what I'm saying, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's my stuff. Keep that same energy. <laughs> <laughs> like, seriously. That trailer, like, go back and watch the trailer. I, I promise you. Like, you might know a little bit because obviously you watched it, but right. when it came out, bro, everyone was pissed. Like, what is it about? What's going on? Like, this is not enough. And they watched that movie. That movie did so great. You know why? Because when they watched the movie, they were problem solving to figure out what they saw in the trailer. You didn't get to see the ending in the movie. Most of these movies are giving you the ending. Gemini pretty much almost gave me the ending. Like, it's gonna be good because the acting is phenomenal. So don't get me wrong, just because the trailer isn't great doesn't mean the movie won't be good. It just kind of like messes with people's like psyche. Like they come in with a certain expectation. So if you can limit that expectation by not giving them any information, you won't let people down. I promise you're not because they don't have nothing to go off of. The movie's gonna tell itself, let the movie tell it. But the trailer just be a little sneak peek. Even the old Disney movies, when you would watch a new Disney movie, they would say, let's take a sneak peek at the next film coming up, and guess what? It would show you just a little snippet, just enough for you to get interested. We're going to wait for the, the train, because it's oh, crazy loud. Hurry up. That's the train I was talking about. See the train, going along, so I'm following their goals right now. <laughs> if I could tell you, if I knew I could tell you, but. Okay. So, expectations. Do you have them? Who do you have them for? Why do you think they're important? Who do you have them one? Who do you have them for? So like friends, family, brother, sister, regardless. And then three, why do you have them? So first one is, no, my bad. How to do it. Yeah, so the first one is, do you have expectations? Okay, second one is, who do you have expectations for? I have expectations for people I encounter. So, 
have expectations for my family, just like they have been for me. Anyone that I meet, I can sit there. I try not to get too deep with it because I'm a small boy. I like to talk about it. told me, I expect you to do something. There's no time on how long, because sometimes it takes time for certain people. Every human is different. We all are not going to make it at the same time. But, it doesn't mean you get to slack off and not do anything about it, because it takes you on. So, that friends, family, parents, grandma, anyone, if they have something they want to do, I expect them every day, Why do you have expectations? How do you feel about people's expectations of you? Like the 
guy you can go to and try to figure things out or try to help somebody because it's a good heart, man. But it, it made me crack. And I didn't know how to recover from that. And that was something I had to recover from. You know, not always pleasing everyone or not being able to meet everyone's expectations. That was something I really struggled with in my life. It was actually one of the biggest problems I had. Got you, got you. So you have three different pieces of candy to choose from. Skittles, Starbursts, or gummy bears. Which one are you choosing and why? No, well, it's not like porn. You buy it on there, <laughs> suck on there, whatever you do. Let's get to the fuck shit. <laughs> women. Love women. How can you tell when a girl's a thought? Like knowing them personally or not knowing them at all and just like analyzing, hmm, is she a thought? Okay, so so two part question. Okay, I think when I first meet a girl, I do what everyone does. I look at their physical appearance. I look at how they're dressed. I don't see what they're wearing. I see if they got their nails done. See what kind of shoes they're wearing. What kind of pants they're wearing. Are they wearing a hoodie? They're wearing a shirt. What kind of shirt? What kind of hoodie? You wearing earrings? How big are their earrings? What kind of earrings? You got piercings, other places, where? How many? You have tattoos? How many tattoos? Oh, you have, you have no hair? You have long hair, short hair? Like, I look at those things first. And some of those, they're kind of superficial because some people are wearing a mask and the clothes are not them. That's what they want people to see or it's like a trap or something, you know what I mean? That's a thirst trap. And then there's other types that is like, that's actually who they are and they wear their feelings on their sleeve 
So that's why I look to see what they want me to see. I want to. I look at that and analyze and go, okay, now I'm going to talk to them. When I talk to them, you know, ask them like, hi, how are you doing? You know, just stuff like that. Get to know them. And I like to hear their response. I like to say things that they can't say yes or no to. I like to say things that get them to talk. And if they're not a talker, they're going to tell me that right away. And just based off how the girl talks and how her body moves, like what she talks about, what makes her laugh, does she laugh, is she angry, all those things. I'm telling you, after that conversation, I already know what kind of girl I'm dealing with. And I go from there. That's only because I ask questions that don't end in yes or no. It's hard to tell for girls with thought if you give her yes or no questions, because she can just lie to you. If you ask her a question that she has to think and use her mind for, she's gonna let you know exactly what kind of person she is. That's how I know if I don't know them. Now, if I do know them, then I already know their thought. <laughs> and that's that simple as that. It's very obvious. Oh, I'll know. Trust me, I'll smell. I'm, Oh, you're a thought now, aren't you? <laughs> I think that's like one of my gifts. I don't have many. <laughs> I think that's the only one of the three gifts I have. <laughs> you know, the guys are thought <laughs> these fuck boys. <laughs> you know, real life. Hmm. Guys. I think guys are a little bit more easy because I'm a man myself. I think, uh, I would say girls are a little more challenging, but they're not. Guys are really easy to know. I think it's because I am one. Depending on the guy, even if he's a quiet guy, shy guy, trust me, he's going to let me know what kind of guy he is because, man, at the end of the day, no matter what they say, like you always tell me, they're going to, I'm going to watch and see how you act. Trust me, men act. Men they can talk all day, but men are more prone to act on what they want compared to what they say. Because, man, we lie. Men are liars. That's why women wear makeup. <laughs> they don't really look like that. They're trying to trick us. We're liars. They know it. And they know when we see when we see that makeup, we love it. We love the freaking lie, bro. We love it. Man, she's a baddie. We love it. We love the lies. see. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. Cause like for example, who who is someone you aspire to be like as far as like um like maybe talk show host or businessman, like who do you who looks you like, wow, that's the guy. That's the guy. If me and him can trade places, I sign my name and blood and heartbeat right now. Switch. <laughs> I do because at the end of the day people say we don't but we do and that's not a bad thing it's a bad thing when you start to think you are that person when the goal is to just mimic some of the things they do and then make your own because there's no original thought everyone had an idea that they took from someone else but made it better 
like Tesla, like they're not the first people to make cars. They're not. I'm sorry. They did not invent cars. But what they did invent is a different sort of car. So when you see a, a man who's doing something you like, it's okay to aspire to be like that man. That's cool. But you can't be that guy. Be your own guy in that same way. And I think that's why it's easier to tell what kind of man you are because you can talk all day, but a man will show you what he's about. He will. Because, man, we, we don't have the mental capacity just to keep up with whatever we say, the persona. We're, we're not going to keep up with it. Then the day we're going to get tired. Now, women, that's why women are tricky, man. That's why I took my time to read books and try to understand what girls are thought when I first meet her. Because, man, them girls, woo-wee. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, they'll trick you, man. Because girls can talk all day. A woman will all talk you, I promise you. The man who can talk the most will get outspoken by a woman who barely likes to speak. So you do. You'll meet your match one day. <laughs> what do you think about mistakes? They're normal. It's normal. If you don't make a mistake, you're not you're not trying to do something different. Because if you're trying to do something different, you're gonna make a mistake because it's different. You don't know how to handle the situation. But guess what? When you make the mistake, you have tunnel vision. So guess what? If you're trying to do that same thing again, you're gonna do it differently. Now the problem with mistakes are most people, they make a mistake, they give up. Or they make a mistake and they keep trying to make the same thing work. Bro, it's a mistake, it won't work. Do something different. It's okay. It's okay to make a mistake. Fuck them. Because I say like not in a disrespectful way, like no, like fuck them, like they need to go away, like no, like I'm not saying that. I mean fuck you as in Okay. Like I said earlier, take that in. They're disappointing you? Okay. Why are they disappointing you? Is it valid? Did you do something that affected them? No? You just made a mistake and they're mad at you? Okay. Well, eventually you're gonna learn from your mistakes. And guess what? When you do those opinions you care about, they're all going to be gone and they're going to be proud of you. They're going to be proud of you. So just stick to your goals and your training path. Just keep going. You're going to get better and people will realize it. Just like how they realize you're messing up, people will realize when you're doing better. Just keep on trucking. Definitely take take note, for sure. Take note of what they say. Don't put energy to it though, but give enough energy to understand. Okay, that's how they feel about me. Because before I answer that, there, you know, that goes deep. You know, how people think. 
like you know realize what that person said you know what i'm saying hold them accountable just like they held you accountable for making that mistake hold them accountable to how they reacted to you so give just enough energy to realize how they were treating you when you were going through it wrong if they aren't helping you they aren't trying to make you advance then take note of that and keep doing your thing and when you make it address what happened when you made that mistake because they're probably not going to talk to you or disown you or whatever but then they're going to praise you and you do good oh no screw that man hey remember when i made that mistake where were you at you didn't even help me build when they helped you build it was different but from this topic right here oh no 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 keep working and then address it when you make it focus all your energy on what you're saying earlier second option focus on yourself because at the end of the day, that person who's judging you, what happens if they die? Are you going to quit now? You know what I mean? If their opinion matters to you that much, do something about it. Because like, there are some people who just, there's nothing you can say to them. They care about people things. So, okay, you care so much? Well, you're going to be a busy man. You got a lot of work ahead of you then. I'm not saying it can't work, but you're going to be tired. Because if you want to please everybody, you're going to be a tired man. <laughs> make things simpler just focusing on those goals you have and achieving them and people will congratulate you for it because honestly most of those people judging you are mad because they can't even do the things they want to do and they want to tell you can't do it because they can't do it yeah i got that from will smith mm-hmm. pursuit of happiness sure did stuck with me all my life that's real stuff wait what Ooh. I love seizing the day. To me, my personal opinion of seizing the day is when I either go through something that I wasn't ready for and I have to figure out how to address it or when something happens, uh, yeah, that was bad or whatever happens and I have to put into work what I have been preparing for. Because everyone says, yeah, I'm I'm doing this, I'm doing that, okay. But what happens when you get in a situation here, boom. What are you gonna do now? You're gonna, you're gonna keep doing what you've been doing or are you gonna let this deter you? So I think season day is when I get to that point where I was like, I wanna be able to follow this goal and something tries to stop me and I intentionally keep going and don't let it stop me and whatever that problem was, congratulate me. Whether it's a person, whether it's a, the situational congratulation is when the situation is over and I stuck to what I said I was going to do in the first place. And that's how the bad situation congratulates you is what I think, personally. That's what I call it. That's when I seize my day. When I did the thing, I've been working my butt off to do and it comes to my face and I'm ready. And I do it. 